0: Hello everybody, this is Mario. I can't be bothered to speak this part out so I got Google Translate to do it for me. Look, just a spoiler warning on this episode for Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, and also Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Actually scratch that last one, you guys have had like 20 years to watch it. Anyway, spoiler warning.
1: Are you tired of podcasts that don't talk about things? Well,
0: here we are. Come listen to Waffles, Waffles and Mario, Mario talk, talk About, about things. things. Thank you for listening to the intro to Waffles and Mario Talk, talk About, about things. things. Welcome to Wham Mojo, where we're counting down our top 10 favorite uh hidden movie hidden movie details that's right this is the list where we go and we find little details from movies that you might have seen you might have not seen either way we're finding the most obscure little micro little blink and you miss it moment but that we find are interesting and we're trying to make a whole top 10 list on so uh, you know bear with us as we delve deep into our own psychosis so mario do you want to hit off the top list that's i sure will but right before we get started don't forget to hit that
1: like button smash the subscribe and click the bell icon to get more notifications for this channel
0: now you might be thinking i'm listening to a podcast i'm not listening to youtube but right now we want you to go to youtube find to, even though we're not on youtube we're not S- we're not we're, we're not. not just find we're not. go onto youtube find a random video just whatever video is the first one recommended smash that subscribe button like the bell icon and please ring your mum. she's lonely and she misses you and now starting off at number one In Harry Potter
1: Chamber of Secrets, there's a scene where Harry Potter cuts off a giant snake's head.
0: But little did everyone know that was done practically in Warner Brothers Studios. That's right. They hired a real basculist for the job. Now, plenty of basculists. They all auditioned. And, of course, the, the basculist that got through, we all know, was, of course, Stoney McStoneface. And, of course, the, when they were uh, going in for the role, they didn't expect their head to actually be cut off. But when they were experiencing with CGI and other methods in order to try to get the effect, you know, they they just really said, hey, you know what? What if we just cut the snake's head off? And they did. And it looked fantastic. Can we all agree, folks, that it was, yeah, I think, the oh, right absolutely
1: ball. fantastic. In fact, I've got a wee um, interview reel with Basilisk from before they uh, before f- filmed the film, so if you're happy, we'll just cut to that one. Sure. Yes, I am Basilisk. I look forward to working with Daniel Radcliffe. It's strange that director Chris Columbus gave him a sword and said your head will be off stony mix stone face. Looking forward to working with Emma Watson, Rupert Grintz, Alan, Alan Rickman, all my favorite actors. And I hope I emerge from this film with my head still intact. This will be a good move for snake kinds. We finally won't be seen as just giant lizards, but giant lizards with a heart. What a great, what a great moment, um, and of course will always be remembered as the time Stony McStoneface lost his head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Coming in next on the list in the movie Titanic, you might remember the ship hitting an iceberg. But if you were looking in the background, you will find that there are actually a lot of foreshadowing of the ship going to hit an iceberg, like the scene in the diner, which you all remember, where Jack, the guy, the, you know, the guy, the, I think his name was Jack. His I name was that. Jack. Jack. It was Jack. Never let oh, go well, Jack. Cool, I remember the name. You know when Jack, he's there and It's a hard name to remember. <laughs> you know. Sorry, Waffles. Sorry. Sorry. I just,
1: I just thought that was really important. Look, you know all white people look the same to me. <laughs> that doesn't mean you forget their names. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Sorry, back on Jack Titanic. So I'm going to throw an iceberg in front of this conversation.
0: Continue. Well, it's funny that you say that, because when he's drinking at the pub, and then somebody, you know, throws some ice at him, and mm. it's just like, this ice is going to sink your ship, and he's going to be like, that ship, the unsinkable Titanic, uh, some ice isn't going to sink that ship, and the guy, and he looks like he's from the future, he's like wearing a shirt that says, I'm from the future, and he's clearly holding an iPhone in, in his hands, and he's like, like, no, I'm from the future, if you get on that ship, the ship will sink by hitting an iceberg, and Jack is like no I'm going to take my my winning lotto tickets and I'm going to go onto that ship and and I'm not going to die uh, and, and he didn't. A wee side fact for you as
1: well. In the final scene of the Titanic, when the old lady Elizabeth?
0: I don't know. When
1: she stands up on the edge of the prow and drops in the jewel of the sea, that was a complete accident. The actress was in fact too weak to, st- to stay hold of the $80,000 gem. James Cameron later sued her for defamation and for losing valuable property. That's why James Cameron is obsessed with submarines. He's trying to find the He's actual trying to find heart of the ocean again. The- coming in at number three, 2012, the, the year we all remember It's the disaster year, the end of Times. It little did everyone know that every single natural catastrophe that happens in the film 2012 was all improvised, that has happened to be at the right place at the
0: right time to capture the end of the world. That is amazing stuff. It, it just like it was, in, it wasn't even meant to be a disaster film. It was just meant to be a romantic comedy about a limo driver. I think was that a limo? A, that was the plot. It yes. wasn't. It was a limo <laughs> it was a driver. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. It was just about. It was a romantic thing. He was a limo driver. And he was going to drive around, and there was going to be couples. It would go into, and there would be like little vignettes of stories of like how people would get into the same limo and fall in love, and it would be great. And then the world just started ending, and they just went with it. The screams you're hearing in that moment are all 100% real. That's right and this shows if you've got a camera and that you know you know can do attitude you too can make a mediocre film fun fact about that
1: film as well they actually originally scheduled it to be released in 2011 but due to natural disasters had to delay
0: it to 2012. next on the list the actor who plays thanos Thanos the Mad Titan is actually a really nice guy. Everybody on the set, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., they all had great times acting with him, and then they said when they had to fight him, it was like fighting their best friend. Mm. In fact, now we're going to actually cut to an interview with Robert Downey Jr. and Thanos are, t- are talking about it. Shh.
1: I don't really know how to do an American accent. I hope you don't mind me if I just give this a go. But hey, Thanos, it's good to see you again, man. How yeah, are you doing? I'm I'm really good. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. So um, obviously we've got a big fight scene tomorrow. It's gonna be the big fight scene off the film.
0: I know it's, it's weird because we just we hang out every night. and We just laugh and have fun. And and I think it was it's really me playing against type, being the bad.
1: <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. Um, and of course, um, and of course, um. You know, we've both become really good friends over this process, and honestly, I'm going to be really sad um, when we have to do this fight because I'm not really looking forward to beating the absolute shit out of
0: you. Oh, me, me neither. I, I, I'm, you know, me. I'm a pacifist. Mm. I, I believe in uh, in humanity. I believe yeah. that we can all yeah. work together to solve whatever issues we have going on. And and that it, it's, you know, it's just a movie, and and you just you know you're playing in pretend. In the end of the day, it's a job. In know, the end right? of the day, it, it is a job, and you got yeah. and you got to do yeah. the job. And ever since my uh, my homeland. Uh, uh, was uh, yeah, completely decimated by the Infinity Stones. Uh, it's just, uh, right, right. Yeah, you know, I've I, of- I just, been, I've just been a working actor here in Hollywood, and right. uh, you know, for some reason, they keep casting me as uh, this uh, tyrant of a monster. But actually, you know, I, I, I would love to do a rom com if I could. Of course,
1: yeah, and you don't want to get typecast either, because once you know, once you, once you're in that mold. It's so hard to break out of it. It is.
0: I've been trying to get more comedic roles. I've been trying to do some more dramatic stuff. And they keep casting me. You are a
1: really funny guy. Thank you. I can imagine you doing it, holding it. Like, it's a Netflix stand-up special. Yeah. You, you'd nail that,
0: Thanos. I, I would I think love you it. do I've, amazing. I keep on trying to pitch it to them. I, I keep sending them my type five. And we're gonna... Let
1: me give you my card. I know we've been friends for a while. I really should have given you my card long before this, but um, mean, here's I mean, my I card. I
0: want to impose. Oh, no. It's all, I, I, it's I didn't want you to assume that the only reason I was friends with you was to try to advance because actually, I genuinely think that you're a really nice guy. And, Thanks. And being on this set for months on end. And I'm,
1: I'm really glad that you never call out my really bad American accent because, you know, a lot of people here, they look at me and they say, you kind of sound like you're trying to do Owen Wilson. <laughs> and i'm like yeah i pretty much am um but i really appreciate that you don't call me out on that I, that's that's what makes you special
0: oh fans. no robert downey jr my good friend if anyone has the most authentic american accent it is you i probably should actually let you one on a little secret i'm i'm actually Owen wilson i'm playing
1: the character robert downey jr isn't real do you think anyone would be called junior wow as, as a
0: working actor you are such a good actor right like wow. you really embody the role of wow. robert downey jr
1: i know i know that's that's the thing that gets people you know after marley and me i was i was thinking what can i do what's going to knock the socks off people so i came up with this idea of a guy who like hits rock bottom in the 80s you know he he's he does drugs he does um he does Alcohol and he eats a big key burger one night, and he just it was so disgusting that he just decides on that night he's gonna start all over again. And it was just, it was just a character I'd been working on for a while, you know, um, seeing my dog die in Marley and Me. I think that's what tipped me over the edge. So I decided that I would stop playing Robert Downey Jr. And lo and behold, I had Tropic Thunder, I had Sherlock Holmes, Iron Man. My, my career was revitalized. I mean, what have you seen Owen Wilson do since Marley and Me? He was—he was in what cars? Who gives a shit about cars? Robert—Robert Robert Downey Jr. He's the face. He's the face of a new generation. You know. He raised millennials, and I think that's really something special. So, I'm glad that you could, I could open up to you about this Thanos, the giant space alien. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, thank, thank you for 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 being my like a lot of people say, see the big purple face and yeah, and yeah. they scream and they think ah oh, it's an invading space monster yeah, but actually course, all course. I all I want to do is is connect with people yeah. on a fundamental level and and really you, you know make them smile yeah. and if if through my performances somebody can get a bit of a chuckle like it's funny like everyone takes Thanos so seriously they're like ah yeah. oh, yeah. kill yeah. half the life and that's a joke that's yeah, very clearly meant to be taken as a joke. I mean, it's
1: a character, right? Yeah. Like, it's obviously, yeah, it's a character.
0: Like, all the Marvel films, they always talk about, oh, how they're, they're goofy and, and, and they have, like, a lot of quips. Like the whole thing's they're not meant to be action sci-fi romps. Oh, they're yeah. meant to be comedy. The whole like Iron Man, a man flying around in an iron suit like that's yeah, comedic that's not, gold. It be real.
1: And I think it's not. I think it's a good time to mention the amount of hate you've been getting online from people saying that you 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 killed half the
0: universe. Yeah, like like i not get emails being like I was sitting in my living room and my grandma just turned to dust in front of me. Like what the fuck, Thanos? And I'm like. It was just a movie. I didn't realise that actually the Russo brothers were going to go into the cosmos and collect the six infinity stones yeah, and actually yeah. use them as pro I just thought that they were plastic gems.
1: Have you have you actually considered maybe suing them for um, defamation? Because they used your face I on the would, images. But every of time them. I go
0: to sue them, they just snap the reality stone and rewrite reality so right, that I haven't right, sued them. Right. Did you upset them at some point? Did you do something to annoy the Russo brothers? The well, I um, mean, directors the, of the first Marvel day when franchise? I came on set, they were both sitting, like sitting on their chairs, sipping their lattes, and and I sort of I think I accidentally knocked one of their lattes out of their hands, right, and for right. some reason, and I think I was. You know I was actually Initially Wanting to play The role of Rocket Raccoon. Yeah yeah, no, like, I, And then I, like Bradley Cooper Got the role and I think he just Absolutely he, knocked it Out of the park oh, He did an amazing job He did an amazing, did an amazing job, amazing job. job yeah, I think yeah. I would originally Either him or Groot I had wanted to play as And then I think I accidentally yeah. Knocked the coffee cup out And then said like You know what Boom You're gonna play The bad guy You us. know You would've
1: made A really good Drax you know? I know You would've You would've You would've Nailed that whole Invisibility thing I know you got right? that whole um Yeah that whole Like straight face uh, I, I think he's almost Like he's almost representation of someone who could be on the autistic spectrum you know he's such a great character and i can imagine you um, embodying that so well yeah um but we'll tell you what i'll do real quick i know this is meant to be just be like a little interview segment but i'm um, i'm just gonna call up kevin feige oh, i've got please, him on speed please dial do. i'm I mean, just gonna I've, really I've, chat I've... him about this russo brothers thing because that's not fair on you ultimately
0: no okay. I, I feel i have been misrepresented in and the i think stoves. you have
1: too let me just call kevin feige real quick beep boop, boop. hi kevin
0: Hey, yes, sir. This is me, Kevin Feige.
1: Hi, Kevin. This is Robert Downey Jr. Um,
0: oh, hey, hey, Rob. How's uh, how's it going? How's oh, it?
1: yeah, good, good. Um, hey, look, look I, I, I
0: know we wrote you out of the uh, uh, the uh, yeah, it's a little bit rude, because, like, a little bit rude. Whole, uh, you know, death scene. I thought it was quite a beautiful death scene, but look, if you if you do want to come back into the role, uh, like we'll give you ten million dollars. Mm, uh, you know, no,
1: I've I've um I've been already been playing the role of a lifetime. But I appreciate your, your help with that one, Kevin. I must say it was a bit rude to find out that that was the last day of my shooting because I didn't I never got a roster at the start of this of the filming, and so when I turned up yesterday um, to the set and I said, "Robert, you died. We filmed your death scene," and I said, "Oh, oh, that was it?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, go home, Robert. You're done." That was a bit rude, Kevin. It, you know, I'm not I'm not calling here to complain. I'm actually well, I am, but not for me. <clears throat> I see my friend Thanos here. Um, Thanos remember him you um you, you put a you put an axe in his shoulder. You,
0: you, you mean you mean Josh Brolin. What? It, Thanos is, is a CGI creation.
1: No, no, no. Thanos is a space alien. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's Brolin. No, no, Playing no, role. Thanos.
1: Thanos the, the, the guy the giant purple guy. Yeah, you with know like,
0: the guy we put little r- pink on, on him and he's...
1: Sorry, Thanos. I didn't mean to call you a testicle chin. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really you still listening to this phone call. Um, Like, the, you know, my friend my buddy here, and it's not it's not fair. What, what do you mean he's Josh Grobin? Josh groban. josh groban is you know, a singer you, know,
0: you, you see he was in uh in uh, you know the deadpool films he was playing cable he's no that, that's a, a different person things. no no no, that's the guy we thanos used to play.
1: thanos yes first of all has your voice
0: changed <laughs> I, I forgot what voice I was originally that's okay, doing. That's for fine, the That's fine. You know, the
1: character works hard. I, I, yeah.
0: I, I get it. When you try to play like three or four characters. Oh, I know. At the same I know. Tell me about, about it. Tell me voice. about it. Um, but
1: I just need to know. Um, Kevin Feige is saying that you're a CGI character being played by a Josh Grobl- Groblin. Bro- Brolin, yes. Yeah. So I, what do you think I said? J- Josh Brolin. Yeah. He's yeah. the yeah, guy. Josh Groblin. Yeah. 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 So he's saying that you're played by a CGI
0: character. Is that right? I'm. i, I, I
1: you're not real.
0: Uh, and when when, when we when just you had a came whole to and, dialogue
1: and... about being honest with ourselves and being who we want to be, and you're not even a real character. Look, I've just been trying to impress you, man.
0: Like you suck. You're Robert Downey Jr. You're the ah.
1: Everyone thought Thanos was the big bad, but actually it was me, Owen Wilson. See, while they were real busy, I was collecting the Infinity Stones, and now reality can be whatever I want it to be. So for the last time, wow! <laughs> wow! What a great, what a great top ten to pick!
0: I think that was only number
1: four. <laughs> I can't remember where we're up to. Um, on to our next pick from Lord of the Rings. There's this famous scene where Aragorn kicks a helmet and breaks his toe. But little do people know that that was completely improvised. The helmet was meant to just fly off by itself, but he decided to kick it last second, and that's how he broke his toe. Actor Viggo Montensen decided to kick the helmet on the day because he thought, and I quote, it looked weird seeing the helmet just fly off by itself and then his toe
0: randomly snaps. Of course, we uh, interviewed the helmet and the helmet said that, uh, you know, it really liked being with Viggo Mortensen. He was always coming up with these ideas. Like, when he was meant to, to be fighting the Orcs, like, none of the Orcs were meant to die. They are all just meant to get injured. And they are all just, you know, meant to actually really sit down afterwards and have a conversation about their disagreements. But, you know, Viggo Mortensen, he put out his sword and he just started chopping mm. off limbs and heads, left, right, and centre. And everyone else just went with it. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. But you wouldn't notice. You no, wouldn't he's notice. such a good method actor. He is. He really everyone is. Everyone in that film, completely method. Mm. You know, they actually killed. Sauron really famous New Zealand actor Sauron yeah man he was in
1: of my favourite like tip top ads yeah I remember when it you was, know like, when you see
0: the giant eye with the tower and yeah. stuff like that and you're thinking ah oh, it's such a hot day get a tip top and it's Sauron so yeah. with a tip top just going straight into the giant fiery eye. I oh, remember yeah. beautiful, beautiful
1: stuff. Yeah, I remember the ad from the seventies when like the, the kid goes like, I want a popsicle and they go into the dairy and then they, and then you just hear I see you It's like Mommy, mommy, Sauron's in here and then gets an ice cream is like, Have a good day. And he, and he eats his ice cream and like it was iconic. It was iconic. iconic. Sauron has always been a great New Zealand actor.
0: Yeah, when they say there was there was nine ice creams for the humans, three ice creams for the elves. Yeah, yeah. Seven for, for the dwarfs, was, and then there was yeah. that one you know tip top for Sauron. Yeah, and it was just like other, uh, everyone else has their ice creams, but this is mine. Yeah, you know, made in in the freezing works at Mount Doom. Yeah, which and, is of course yeah. a cold place. Yeah,
1: freezing. Really, Absolute really freezing. cold place.
0: I mean, like the amount of CGI that they had to put in in order to make Mount Doom actually look like a volcano.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. So much work. And it's weird how they had to replace all, they had to like do some weird illusion tricks because the hobbits were too big. They had to like shrink them. It's um, a perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Ian McKellen is only four feet tall. So in order to make it work, they had to do like forced perspective because Elijah Wood is like easily seven feet tall.
0: Oh, like seven, uh, seven, six. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So he's huge. So they had to like shrink him and get, yeah, it was, it was amazing how they did it. It worked
0: amazingly. Oh, absolutely. Just, it's it's beautiful stuff. I mean, like that's the magic of filmmaking. It really is That's what we're here to about absolutely speaking, what you know, the shark in Jaws played the shark in Jaws for all the Jaws movies. Really, it was all
1: the same shark. Talk about being typecast. Am I right? Ah. Whoa. <laughs> um I understand he also played the shark in Deep Blue. Yeah, he yep. played even uh, the shark in Finding Nemo. He voices the shark in right. Finding Nemo. But he turned down the role for Sharknado because he thought it was a stupid film and it just, he didn't want to play a shark anymore at that point. He was looking to get into more serious roles. He he
0: was sick of being typecast as the shark. He wanted to, you know, expand his repertoire. And I mean, like currently, if you're ever on, if you can go down to, uh, you you know, Broadway, right now he's in, uh, he's actually doing, uh, playing the horse from Equus.
1: Yeah. And if you've got a moment, I would pop in and see him because he's really doing his best. You know, he's trying to break the mold. He's trying to break out of shark typecasting, which is tough when so many Stages and films don't have water on set. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's
0: discrimination water. against sharks. And it really I mean is. there's been a lot of work in in the courts, there's been a lot oh. of uh, political petitioning to really try and make more theaters shark friendly.
1: And of course, like, great whites aren't even that dangerous. Like
0: you're no. more likely to be killed by a cow statistically
1: speaking than a than a shark. But I mean like cows are vicious. The the terrible I got killed by one yesterday.
0: Really? Yeah. My nan died of a cow. Oh, that's sad. She saw a cow and she had a heart attack. It was, it was Oh. It was just, that's that's the way they get you they, they do like, that's why they say if
1: you ever come to New Zealand don't make direct eye contact with a cow no they like, will kill you yeah it's why in New terrifying. Zealand we have
0: hardly any cows a lot of sheep sheep are friendly yeah yeah sheep sheep got your back sheep are the natural predators of cows we yeah. have to keep all the sheep people say oh it's for the wool industry no we have to keep the sheep around to keep us safe from all the cows exactly Sh- cow, cows are vicious I'd rather have a shark uh,
1: got, uh, coming up behind me than, than a cow in front of me oh
0: definitely absolutely yes um, not to mention shark milk is just more delicious. Oh, absolutely. Have yes. you had shark shark cheese before? Oh, yum.
1: So good. Let's talk
0: about delicious.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember if shark milk. is sponsored. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's true. Let's cut to our sponsor for today. Tsh-t. Now, introducing shark milk. Get it from your local dairy.
0: Mmm, that tastes like shark. Shark cheese,
1: shark butter, shark milk. We've got it all down here at Shark Z.
0: Going into our next film, The Rock is actually played by several different rocks. Now, people think that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just one actor, but no, he's actually, through his whole career, been played by multiple... There was an Ignatius rock, there's been a volcanic rock, there's been sedimentary rocks. It's just uh, the whole geological spectrum has been represented through the quote-unquote persona of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And he, of course, has just been such an iconic actor in all of our lives, from when he used
1: to be a wrestler to when he didn't used to be a wrestler.
0: Yes. That is his career trajectory.
1: And every rock has always given him the same attention to detail, the same focus, the same commitment. And that's what makes Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne the Rock's
0: Johnson, such an interesting character. I think currently, right now, he's actually been played by several gemstones in a trench coat. Mm. Just really, just pushing the boundaries yeah, on it's... on what uh, y- you know non-sentient life can be. Exactly,
1: um, and of course we've got uh, upcoming Disney's film uh, Jungle Cruise, which has
0: features um, Dwayne and the Rock Johnson. So I'll be curious to see how those gemstones perform the famous role. I mean, I'm I'm personally looking forward to it. Absolutely, because uh, of course, as we've known, uh, you know, going back to earlier fact, Elijah Wood is played by several trees. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's it for our top 10 counts of, of hidden movie details that you didn't notice. And of course, we, in in this podcast, included 10 little details from the podcast. So see if you can make your own podcast about top 10 little details you missed from Waffles and Mario. Talk about the top 10 details that you missed from famous Hollywood films. And of course, don't forget to tag us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and other places. Everywhere else that you can find good podcasts, or even places you don't find good podcasts. Have you checked under that rock uh, in in your garden? It could be a Dwayne the Rock Rock with our podcast underneath. Yeah. It. you never know so if you're out in, in anywhere y- you know a tree that you look past that's not a tree that's Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> he's everywhere Dwayne the Rock Johnson is everything in fact little hidden detail for you one of us is being currently played by Dwayne the
1: Rock Johnson can you tell which one and that's all from us today so as we said at the end of every episode <laughs> wow, Hat Mojo is a real, real channel change.
0: All on
1: YouTube. I want to listen to podcasts, but there are so many out there and it's hard to know what's good. Well, my friend, it is not as hard as you might think because Necropodicon has you covered. They've got movie reviews, horror shows, games, comedy, and improv, so all you gotta do is head on over to Necropodicon.com to find your new favorite podcast. Yeehaw!
0: Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.